the world was never the same after that. <laughs> was that the first one that came out? Yeah. So famously, I believe they were playing some gigs, um, and then they just jumped into the studio to drop like four or five songs. And then back then, these songs were like two minutes, two and a half minutes right. long. And they just uh, kicked out a couple jams, and they uh, it ended up being one of the top selling, you know, albums of the time. And uh, yeah, that that on today's date, they did "I Feel Fine." That was the uh, one session, one shot. They jumped in and recorded it. Wow, that's how they did it back then. Meant to be. It's pretty crazy. I think it's also on this day, Paul McCartney. Um. And this is like 58, maybe, 1959, somewhere around there. Him and some buddies threw together a band called the Quarrymen, and they played their first gig, I believe, and the guitar player was John Lennon. Wow. And then they uh, they ended up starting the Lennon-McCartney, you know, writing duo combo, and they uh, the legends were born right there. And little and did we know, yeah, well, little did we know the asshole would grow up to write Imagine, the stupidest song ever written, actually. <laughs> Boy, have I just, yeah, grown to hate that song. Isn't that funny how when you're young, you're like, yeah, dude, imagine, bro. Yeah. Bro, they've been singing about this since the 60s, man. <laughs> and then you realize the dude was a heroin addict and he beat his wife and, like, his kids. <laughs> and he was just a womanizing douche. Not only that, the whole principle behind the song, the whole idea is so stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. <laughs> you just have nothing but lost souls if you follow that. This is, well, we kind of are lost souls. Maybe a lot we, of sheep out there, they need a shepherd. Maybe we did end up following it, actually. You know? COVID taught, taught us one thing, is that people need a shepherd. Yes. And if it's not this imaginary God that's all-knowing and powerful and righteous... It turns into Fauci. Wow. Yeah, the science. The science is the God, right? There's yeah. no form. There's no shape. It's not male or female or somewhere in between. You know, it's the science. Yeah, it said science. Fauci. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not, not. right. <laughs> <laughs> he. <laughs> he shall go by they. <laughs> Oh man, how's the Chicago? Uh, doing good, doing good. Chicago's all right. Getting heard, cold. I heard you guys had a little cold spell drop on you. Yeah, we're doing all right. <laughs> Getting all these uh crazy uh ads for, like you know, the governor race, the senator races, all a lot of house races, dude. You do you ever remember in Illinois seeing like commercials for like democratic judges and shit not really no because they were like a lock right it was like the republicans that were struggling sure yeah yeah no it's like dude democrats are scrambling right now i was attempting and failed miserably at clipping some morning joe earlier um it they had that crackpot kernaki Kernecki, you know the dude, he's always got the rolled up sleeves and he's sweating and talking really fast and uh, they always bust him out for the elections and whatnot <laughs> on no idea MSNBC. He's a crackpot goofball, but uh, <laughs> he drinks way too much coffee. And yeah. anyways, they had him on to explain 
the recent polling numbers, which is, I guess, just on bare basic raw uh, polling data shows that Republicans hold a 2.2 plus advantage in the polls. And <clears throat> it's, no, they're, they're, well, they're I find this is interesting because this is MSNBC Morning Joe. They discuss how it's actually shocking. They're all shocked at the polls and the things that came out this morning and this week about uh, basically 2.2 positive in the poll numbers and the generic polls means that the Republicans uh, are doing better than they were in 2014 when they just dominated, completely dominated. Yeah, they're doing really good because it's even better than what that number says because if you go deep into it, dude, everybody's number one thing was the economy. Oh, dude, it's so funny. This clip is amazing. Right? More, Joe and what's her, Mika Brzezinska, Brzezinska, they, Brzezinski, Brzezinska, uh, they, have, they have a meltdown because they don't understand how the Dobbs decision isn't the number one you know, reason for voters to be voting this year or how, you know, to sway their decision. Bro, you called it on the last episode, man. No no woman I talk to knows what the fuck the Dobbs decision is. It's very poor you marketing. Ha- you, have to ro- you have to tell them it's the Roe v. Wade, over the, the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. And then they're like, oh, yeah. It's like, okay, if you don't even know, is that really what you're going to vote on? And then your next question should be, how has Roe v. Wade impacted your life this year? Yeah. <laughs> How? No, what really got me is you were right because you said Emma, and it's like I'm looking around, I'm asking women. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If you ask women in their 20s and in their 30s, who this should affect the most? For sure. That They don't care. Do you know what They're argument I got into uh, over this whole thing eventually? Once you weed out the Dobbs and you, you know, they realize you're talking about Roe v. Wade... Um, the 10-year-old girl comes into the conversation, I noticed, with a non-politically savvy individual, with someone who's not glued to CNN and MSNBC and all the other crap we watch for the show. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had anybody bring that up. Yeah, I was shocked. And apparently this is uh, the 10-year-old girl thing is floating around the interwebs there in the social sphere. Yeah. Well. well, I I immediately said, "Do you know where the guy who raped the ten year old came from?" <laughs> I know it's it's that's why it's such a losing argument. It's a, it's a horrible argument. I believe we played a clip recently about what was it? Uh, J D Vance getting yeah, attacked the, over uh, that. Yeah, and and basically saying, race, "Hey, look, man, this guy came over from Mexico through the border, the open border. That's number one. Also, number to two, your sanctuary state." Yeah. <laughs> This is a 10-year-old girl, too. I mean, we have a lot of community issues going on here, honestly. Yeah, that should be the number one topic, really, the rape, not the abortion. That's what I find interesting, that the 10-year-old girl thing came into play. But once again, it's a great call. You, you talk to anybody and just ask them how they feel about the Dobbs decision. And more profoundly, how has the Dob- Dobbs decision affected your life this year? And then ask him about the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> yeah. That's right. How much yeah. did you save on gas, man? Are we saving? <laughs> we're building we saving money. We're building back better, dude. Come uh, on. We're building back something. <laughs>
We're building back Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's bank accounts. Is what we're building back. <laughs> That's right, dude. Um, so it's funny that we're right on the topic of the inflation v. abortion. Uh, this is hot off the press, Mike. Did you catch the Ducey versus Karine Jean-Pierre? Oh, oui, oui. <laughs> Did she admit she's in love with him yet? Or no? Is it still? I think she's still a lesbian. I'm. I don't have any confirmation on that one, but he uh, could be a lesbian and be in love with Ducey. I mean, he's pretty close to a woman. <laughs> That's right. He's got the skin of a woman, you know. <laughs> he <Soft>. has. <laughs> he has the Ducey do, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, you know. He poses what I'm basically talking about here uh, to. Uh, Jean-Pierre Curine, oh, oui, oui, and uh, <laughs> she can't seem to really piece together uh, a good answer, and I just really enjoy, you know, I think going forward, especially into the midterms, then let's say even to 2024, this should really be how we're, you know, questioning people who support the Biden administration, honestly. Following up on something Steve was asking, what is President Biden's top domestic priority now? Is it inflation or is it abortion? The president's going to continue to talk about issues that matter to the American people. And abortion is one of them. Majority of the American people uh, disagree with the decision that uh, that the Supreme Court made, the Dobbs decision. That is a majority of the people uh, disagreed with that. When it comes to the economy, the president has made it very, very clear. When it comes to inflation, it is the, his number one economic priority, and he is doing everything that he can to make sure that we lower prices and for the American people. It's his number one economic priority. We've heard the president say inflation is his top domestic priority, but now he's saying come next year, his first bill would be abortion-related. So is his number one domestic priority abortion or is it inflation? Well, let's not forget what the president has done the last 19 months. He has made the economy his top priority. Uh -oh. He has passed the American Rescue Fired Plan, by, by the way, as you heard me say all the time. No Republicans voted for that in Congress. And it was a plan that helped us get back on our feet with the economy, that helped us gain or mm. uh, create 10 million jobs uh, that we had lost. 10 million? Uh, it also put money in people's pockets. It also Mike, how much money you got in your pocket? That, uh, businesses None. were uh, were uh, were able to open up. Lost Schools were able to open up. People were able to go back into their homes, save their homes, and so that was the American Rescue Plan. That's the bipartisan infrastructure legislation, which was again to invest in ports, invest uh, in the infrastructure that was dwindling, and so that is so something that he did. The Infl Inflation Reduction Act Where's that is lowering cost for the American people. He's working on the economy. Oh, stop at any time. She's rambling. I can cut yeah, it at any they moment. They had to close down a lane on the Kennedy the other day because there was a hole in a bridge <laughs> that you could see through. <laughs> you can look right down to the fucking road below it. Your fucking tires were hitting the rebar. <laughs> Did they build a new bridge? No, they threw a patch over it. Build back better. Wow. Infrastructure build? Is that, what we, is that what we're doing here? That, that cost a trillion dollars? Well, Mike, at least the guy who laid down the, you know, the carpet over that hole was a, uh, you know, BIPOC person who's also uh, transgendered. <laughs> and, yeah, transgendered and BIPOC. Black, and I'm sure he got the minimum wage, which is now what, $75 an hour? Is that what we're at? <laughs> yeah. So he's happy. And that's yeah. good. 
And we're giving people minorities jobs, so that's another good thing, right? Great. <laughs> Wait. Oh, God, so stupid. Wait, so a hole um, in the bridge? <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable, yeah. It's crazy. I, you, I don't even want to talk about it. You remember that bridge they uh, exploded in <laughs> Russia? They built it in two years? They built it in two years, yeah. There's this project over by my house down uh, the street over here. They're they're just expanding a turn lane off the highway. Uh, we're at 18 months, folks. Dude, I, I just saw this uh, thing about this like Roman wall they built in Spain during the Roman <laughs> days. Yeah. Soldiers. Just a bunch of soldiers. I had nothing else to do. They built this stone wall that's still there. It's like 25 to 40 feet tall in some places. goes around the entire city, like 2,000 kilometers. They built it in less than three years. Like, what? The, the Jade Burn <laughs> Interchange? Nine years. $500 billion over budget or whatever we're at now. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You know what I mean? I think we need to bring back slave labor. I think uh, <laughs> or, or, yeah, yeah. No, more soldiers. We need to put these people into the army and then use the soldiers as slave labor. I thought yes. I saw a talk of child labor coming back. Can we just go all out and just take, bring all the weird labor that we used to do? Whatever. We used to build stuff back in the day, man. Yeah, I got to say, if you're in school watching a drag queen story hour, we could probably just put a shovel in your hand and get better use of it. Start digging. You know? I can't believe how long it takes us to make stuff now and... Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, isn't it insane? And uh, apparently, I mean, according to Pete Buttigieg this weekend, everything's great. You know, they've he's just, his mouth is just bursting with accomplishments. He can't even talk fast enough. <laughs> At least he knows how to talk. This chick, come on. It's funny they brought her in. It's almost like they purposely <laughs> brought her in to make this administration look stupid. No, I don't think they did. I think they really thought it was a great idea that, like, checking you know, off the box. You're gonna have this black lesbian who's gonna kill it, knock it out, show everybody that black lesbians are just as good as white men. That's right. And then we're gonna release a movie where a woman takes over, and she's not a queen; she's a woman king. I don't like that word, queen. <laughs> it's too feminine. <laughs> Woman King. Woman King. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's really funny. Yeah, because it's not even the white man that was the best of the judge. Spicer was one. She, he was almost as bad as this chick. Maybe even worse. Yeah. Sean Spicer. Spicer was bad. I thought Huckabee uh, Sanders was maybe one of the worst. Oh, God. Garbage. Uh, McEnany, whatever. Fantastic. She was good. Bush had best. some good ones. Uh, I don't even remember Obama's now that I think about it. That's how good they were. Obama didn't need one. Was, You're right. The speaker for the, his, his speaker was just CNN and every news. Yeah, just, that's right. It every, was just the TV. <laughs> every news outlet. <laughs> you know? That's a great call, dude. The news anchors just did it for him. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, the economy's in the toilet, Mike, so this is good. Hopefully Obama, you know, he's coming back around. Um, I saw he's doing some touring, you know, for the uh, midterm stuff. So we we could score some good Obama clip action pretty soon here. I'm excited. Mm. You don't like Obama. I right. care less about Obama. I know. 
<laughs> he was one of those guys, like, I actually didn't mind his presidency because, like, he didn't even really think about him when he was here, you know? So it was like... Is that good or is that... Um... That's the best thing you could ask for. You're right. You know, drone, drone strikes across the way. I have no idea they're happening. Yemen, sure. Why not? Never you know? saw it, never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, he knew how to... I don't know. Keep it under wraps. More kids in cages than anybody else kept it under wraps. Yes, that's right. You never heard George Takai say anything about him. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. He couldn't. <laughs> well, we're doing well as a country. Uh, I'm glad we have Ducey out there. He's the only real reporter um, we have asking questions, which is a good thing, I guess, and not a good thing oh, at yeah, the same yeah. time. <laughs> Finish that clip, and I want to hear what she has to say. Oh, you want to hear the rest of this? Because uh, yeah. he, what I love about it is he keeps hitting her um, kind of over and over again. <clears throat> you know, yeah, it, all right, all right. Every day, I just announced yesterday, or we just announced yesterday, hearing aids. 30 million people are going to benefit from God, hearing aids, saving good. thousands of <laughs> dollars a year. So that's working on the economy every day. So he said he's been working on the economy every day for 19 months. Now Bloomberg <laughs> economists are forecasting a 100% chance of a recession. So how is it that we can be barreling towards a recession, uh, and the economy is, as the president says, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, did you not hear me? Maybe you need a hearing aid. See, oh! we've already helped you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Next question. That's how we do this around here. <laughs> you can thank Joe later. <laughs> Dude, I can't stand this hearing aid thing. I was, you know, I was at mom and dad's house, so they're watching like CBS and like whatever news and MSN, whatever MSNBC and shit. Every other commercial was like this. Now, now, thanks to Biden, you can get this hearing aid for two hundred dollars over the counter. Do you know why they did this? One of the uh, number one side effects from the vaccines was uh, tinnitus or tinnitus. You grow titties. Yes, you grow titties. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see them through the microphone? Are they that this noticeable? Really this would be really good for the uh, incels. Now they can play with their titties <laughs> while they jerk off and they won't feel so alone, you know? <laughs> I like to keep everyone in- entertained over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, my neighbors have been paying more attention to me when I go jogging. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the COVID uh, vaccine and these gorgeous C-cup uh, titties. Thank you, Fauci. <laughs> Thanks, Pfizer. <laughs> it's gonna make so every girl now is gonna have bigger titties. Yeah, according to the studies. Oh wow! Not They're gonna the... be like D pluses, and then like some guys will have C's. <laughs> will be like C's and lower. Yeah, some people may be disappointed with your titties. It's okay. Uh, not all titties are the same, but they're all beautiful, though. You know. <laughs> So uh, you could grow some titties or get this uh, ear problem, which is called... Yeah, the ringing. Yeah. <laughs> the ringing. <laughs> the ringing. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's kind of deafening or, you know, you have issues. And so I could see maybe this playing a little bit into that, uh, you know, arena. But just my thought. I don't, know, I don't know if it's true, but somebody said what happens, like, you'll get a, you'll hear a tone. And then when that tone's done, that's it. You'll never hear mm. that tone again. 
well, maybe everyone's going deaf, and so they knew they had to quickly make these hearing aids available for everyone. Yeah, I don't know who they... Uh, I mean, 30 million people are wearing hearing aids. We were listening to that Pete Buttigieg clip from the other day, from Sunday, and you remember he kept talking about, like, Medicaid and the prescription drugs? They're always talking about this, and it, I'm assuming it has to do with the fact that there are more boomers than there are probably any other generation, right? Yeah, that's who they're trying to get. So they're they they're angling for one group there. It sounds like nothing to us, but could be they're losing the blacks, they're losing the Latinos, they're losing everybody. Yeah, all their bullshit tactics failed, right? <laughs> so now they got to go for the seniors. That's why they did that huge pay raise for the social security. That's and the, yes. Uh, <laughs> fucking over the counter. Over hearing the, aids. Over the counter hearing aids. Mike, in my office, everyone was jumping for joy over the hearing aids. It was crazy. It was like the student loan forgiveness all over again. It was wild. Oh, yeah. How many did, did we party <laughs> two days? Did you guys go the whole weekend? The whole or? weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, they're going for the old folks, man. They're, uh, they know who they're playing. But, you know, and by the way, you know, I, what was it? Joe Biden and company saying they're going to cure cancer in the next five years? Yeah. But then the vaccine put them way off track. Whoa. <laughs> You think that, Mike. Oh, contraire, amigo. Or, or, or maybe the vaccine just really sped up the cancer and it's just going to go away. You know, everybody who was susceptible now is just going get, to get it and die. Oh, no, sir. They are claiming through the mRNA technology they have mastered from COVID, they will be able to cure cancer. Oh, yeah, I did hear. That was, I heard that a long time ago, though. Yeah, I did, too. They're bringing it back. It's circulating no. back. Around. Oh, yeah, they're going. They're actually saying by 2030. And uh, Joe Biden made this speech, uh, what, three weeks ago. His cancer moonshot. Remember, it lasted for four seconds in the news cycle? No, I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah, right. That's how good yeah. it was. Yeah, they nailed it. Must have been a good gaffe. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I think it was one of those moments where he turned to the left and shook hands with a ghost, and then like wandered, <laughs> and then nobody remembers what he was even talking about. Or he was like, nah, this time I swear I'm going to shoot for the moon, and somebody quickly was like, don't bring that up. We still haven't launched Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> no moon talk. Our, our, our track record of moonshots, not so good right now. <laughs> Artemis in November, from what I recall. We'll see if it ever happens. <clears throat> they're uh, aiming. Yeah, I think they're aiming for post midterms. So we'll that's gonna fail again. It's gonna be hit by this unforeseen thing called winter that comes every year. <laughs> you never see it coming. It's been delayed so much, and it's it's tied to Kamala Harris. No, no way around it. So. You know what I mean? Like, this thing's going to go up in the air and explode. We all know it. 
Don't say that. Dude. We all know that's what's going to happen. Don't say that, but uh, seriously, uh, are they taking bets on that? It's spiritually connected to Kamala Harris, so therefore it will launch, but it will it'll definitely explode and on its way up. I gotta go find a bookie that will take that bet. <laughs> I'm sure there's some I guarantee there's some website out there that'll get down yeah, on that action. <laughs> are we talking about uh we're talking about the rocket, right? Or are we talking about Kamala's career? Well, well they're both ah, that's a good call. Yeah. Good call. Both are failing miserably. I saw a few uh, interesting articles recently. Uh, you know, left wing, uh, left leaning sites really, I would say, questioning her ability to, you know, take over the reins. I found it kind of uh, fascinating that the chatter is happening no longer just in the Bill Maher sphere now. You know, it's entering kind of like the uh, NPR like and You know, it's going down the NPR route now and. No, they're talking about bringing in Buddha Judge. Have you seen this fucking guy's face ever? He's literally. Yeah. They're. Trying, it's funny how one by one they trot a new one out. Remember Gavin Newsom made a few moments there. Uh, he was like, I know. Yeah, Buddha Judge was the first one, and then they, <laughs> they went through like four other gay guys and fucking Brock, Brock Gavin including and, Newsom. Yeah, Newsom and was then, there. Then, now they're just right back to Buddha Judge. Back to booty gig, and then uh, you know uh, who's next. It, they might try Warren again, maybe at some point. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, get the fuck out! You know they they might go for the ace up the sleeve, Liz Cheney. I was thinking that, dude. Like Liz Cheney as a VP to counter Tulsi Gabbard, or just straight up she changes parties and runs as a Democrat. And here's the thing: the Democrats, the voters, I'm talking about the voting base, they're so. They're so dumb and they're such fucking sheep that they absolutely would be tricked by voting for Liz Cheney, the Democrat. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll one-up you here. <laughs> Adam Kissinger needs to tra- transition into a woman. Oh. Run as a Democrat. Wow. Be the first female, <laughs> the first female president, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they would ever vote for her. I don't know. I think it's gonna be very hard for a woman to uh, win. President, yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's because it's I don't know. Like, I'll yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'll tell you why. why. I've been told why. Why? Because some women are, you know. Uh, rub other women the wrong way. No, no. Every woman rubs some women the wrong way. I was trying to be nice about it, but yes. Yeah. that's And so... Like, you could put any woman up there, and half of the girls you know are just going to hate her. Just just because. You could, Yes, literally. You yeah. I'm not kidding. And what I'm... I think that... I don't know. You put up Hillary Clinton, and she's just very universally disliked by like a lot of people. And um, I'm trying to like run through my head of like who would be instead of Hillary. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that's what I'm saying is like to get there, you have to have certain traits that look very good on a man that are not what you would be looking for in a female leader. Yeah. Does that make sense? 
like you'd want a, a female leader kind of like a Tulsi who's honest and again you know what I mean I, we've gone we've cycled but, but around that's this, why yeah. what's up no yeah I think it has to be like um, a military background kind of person for sure but even then it's like that's what would keep her from being put in you know what I mean it's yeah it's pretty bizarre that we've gone so far from pretty much everybody serving in in the armed forces in some way and then going into politics to now nobody has served yet your command your commander like, in chief especially congress it's 100 people <laughs> i mean not only should you not be brain dead you should should have served in the military oh we talk know? about inclusion right can we at least have a percentage <laughs> yeah. right well i think they hit that percentage there's there's a bunch in there. Yeah, there's quite a few, and uh, also quite a bit of CIA mixed in there as well. Don't don't forget about the CIA; they're always there. And uh, you know, I think maybe maybe one or two Ray Epps kind of like characters mixed in the mixed in the <laughs> congressional bunch. Got to have all the organizations represented. You know, the FBI is in there, dude. Yo, so now the evidence is now. The whistleblowers are releasing evidence that the FBI is withholding the evidence that they gave them on the Hunter Biden laptop. Crazy. And it's like, for sure, for, they can, the FBI can, for, apparently they can for sure prove that Joe Biden was taking money from Hunter Biden. <clears throat> like, he was part of these deals. Uh, you're talking about the 10% to the big guy. He was definitely the big guy, yeah. We all know Pedo Pete is the big guy, Mike. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> Sorry, he was Metro also Biden. the one in the shower, believe it or not, <laughs> yeah. with Ashley. That's right. He was the man in the shower. Hate Unfortunately to... for her. So you think uh, I th- by getting Hunter with the tax stuff and the gun thing is a way to maybe get him on something so that way they don't have to get him on the uh, child prostitution and crack cocaine smoking? I think that's what they're trying to do is just make it go away. Yeah, yeah, because, man, if what they're saying is true, this guy, this guy, while he was the vice president, definitely set up him and his family to collect money from foreign countries like for when he got out of the presidency. You know what I mean? Mike, I am... That's how he funded his (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) I know. Until he became president, you know? Well, look, dude, I'm no constitutional scholar by any means, but is that treason? Come on, it's gotta be. That's not patriotic. (laughs) I feel like you're kind of selling away, you know, to other countries. I don't know if it's treason, but it's it's really just not cool, you know. Treason gets thrown around a lot these days, but sometimes maybe it sticks. I don't think it's treason because you didn't really do anything against. Well, that's the question. Is that's like the question now? Is these dealings you clearly have? Is that what's affecting your decisions as president? Is that why we're sending eighty billion dollars to this country? You know what I mean? Is that why? Yeah. I, no, seriously. Are we sending trillions over to Ukraine and not fixing the potholes on the bridges in Chicago? Is that really what we're doing here? Because 
That's a horrible path to be on, one. And number two, kind of sounds like you're laundering some money with your crooked friends over there in Ukraine, dude. Or or you just owe these people money because they've been paying you and your family, Ooh, you know? You are on the blackmail train here. Yeah, now that ah, you owe them. Extortion? Oh, yeah. You know? Frank, when I get back in power, you know, you know I got you. Well, now you're back in power. Uh, do you think maybe that's why we got all that Hunter Biden info flooding into the media? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... Biden gets into well, so, power, so, so, doesn't pay off his buddies right away, so they start pushing out some Hunter info. Oh, we found I another laptop over here, you know? I, th- I think you're in the situation now where you're worried because if 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 somebody leaks the information and then now it turns out that, that like now we find out you had this for a long time and you didn't say anything? Hmm. You know what I mean? So now people are kind of being forced to talk about it. FBI, CIA, I'm assuming we're in cahoots with the likes of uh, the New York Times, who immediately discredited the Hunter Biden story and claimed that it was false. And do you recall the New York Post was banned from Twitter? Oh, yeah, it was Russian propaganda, dude. That's right. Exactly. You know what we need? Where's that Peter, uh, where's that Steele dossier, my man? And this is what kills me about this Ukraine thing, dude, is it's like you could get people like our parents to, to admit that, oh, you know, they'll, they'll never take another, they don't want another COVID shot because it turns out, yeah, they lied to us about COVID. No, completely. Right. And then, okay, yeah, they lied about the steel dossier. Sure. Right. Yeah. And then they lied about this. Oh, yeah. But they're telling, the, the, you know, they did lie about the, the Hunter Biden thing. Okay, maybe. But, but they're telling the truth 100% about this war. Like, what? How does that math work in your head? Right. That's very funny, you know, and like, ah, the lab leak theory, now it's true. Turned out to be true. Yeah, they lied to you about everything, but this war in Ukraine, no, it's 100% legit. There's no Nazis. And, uh, yeah, we're just, we should send them money. It's, it's, It's bizarre, dude. It's bizarre. And I feel like we've been around long enough, at least for the last 30 years or so, to notice that we pick a certain place and it's our little laundromat. <clears throat> we just closed down Afghanistan, so we had to open up a new one. It's Ukraine. Right. Right. Dude. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, it's kind of scary because, you know, I mean, there's Nazis over there, right? So we're sending money to these Nazis. Sure. And now you got Kanye, like a very prominent guy, going out there just with this like openly anti-Semitic. Bill Maher, in that interview with Benjamin Netanyahu, right? What really Maybe. bothers me about that, I had to watch it again today. He reads quotes to him that were anti-Semitic quotes said by congressmen. Really? I didn't. <laughs> I, I have to and rewatch. He this. doesn't. He doesn't name drop who said it. Because they were all Democrats. Oh, hello there. So it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? You know, that's you a guys great are catch. you guys are really like you know like Ilhan Omar and all those people that are the most anti. They hate the Jews. They don't believe Israel should be a country. Interesting. Um, definitely not an American ideal. I feel like, but maybe it's the only <laughs> democracy in the Arab world. Of course, we want it there. I know. Fuck the Gaza Strip. <laughs> you know so 
uh, Ye, is it cool if I call him Ye? Is the, uh, or is it, is it Ye? You can call him whatever you want, as long as you, somebody calls him a doctor, because this guy is out of his mind. Oh, nice one. I was going to say call him a prophet, because I feel like he's predicting everything uh, Alex Jones style. I don't know. Where's Dr. Dre? <laughs> um, <laughs> did, Dr. Did Dre, you... don't just stand there operate, man. <laughs> did you catch the uh the new news on yay the, Not the about ant- the george floyd yes thank you uh yes. i was that's what i'm saying it's kind of hard because i love what he's saying but man some of the other stuff is terrible I'm not familiar with what he's uh his anti-semitic rants are all about um if that's what they are, I, I don't know any. You know, I actually have no details. If you want to, you know, divulge, you don't have to you know, say what the man was saying, but you can. You know. Yeah, I don't know how to really go too deep without sounding anti-Semitic. Oh right, that's beautiful. Uh, but I do gotta say, man, every year around this time, I am reminded of why I do not pay for a Daily Wire subscription. You know what I mean? Because the only show I ever really listened to is Ben Shapiro. Sure. And dude, you cannot take the fucking Jewish holidays off and the Christian ones, too. Oh. I, right? I, I feel like you can if you marry a Christian. No, no, no. He's fucking Orthodox Jew, wife Orthodox Jew. Everybody in his family's Jews. Oh, Jewish. Oh, yeah. But um, he takes, he'll take the two-week Christmas break. Oh, right? sure. And then he also, he's also off for fucking Hishash Shabab or whatever it is today. And uh, yesterday, and it's like, dude. So you're saying the man gets equal pay as everybody else, but he takes the like extra double holidays? Wow. I'm sure he gets way more pay, because his, his show's the only one that people really watch. <laughs> 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 you can't take the, you know what I mean? You, you want me to buy the subscription, because you'll get all these shows. Yours is the only one I really watch, and you're, you're fucking off half the time, because it's either a Jewish holiday or a Christian holiday, you know? Mike, the man's good yeah. with his money. Uh, I commend him. Should I think he's Jewish. smart. <laughs> I think he's smart guy. Uh, you know, he created his own little world there, news wise, and you know, I mean, they literally. How often do you send me a Daily Wire article? But how come? The, how come the like the Jewish religion is really the only one that gets to do that? Do uh, oh, take the multi-holiday deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would say you could be non-Jewish and marry in, and then do the duel. Um, That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I feel like double holiday is kind of a lot of work, actually. And money. It just kind of seems like you're, uh, uh, you're getting a little too much, you know? You're saying he's sitting around, getting a little fat? Dude, know. I'm saying you take today and, you know, whatever, Shabbat sh- sh- off. And, <laughs> oh, sure. um, yeah. You know, but then Christmas sh- morning, sh- I should be able to go listen to your show. Sure. Because you don't celebrate Christmas. Right? Do you work on Christmas, Mike? Yeah, I usually do. Right. Well, this, year yeah. I pro- this year I probably won't. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I might not this year. Oh, man. Welcome to the... Upper levels of society. Wow. So. But I'm always thinking about my brethren out there that are, you know, still working the holidays. Same. That's why I always order Chinese food on Christmas night. Always, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was saying of the Christmas story. A uh, Christmas story. There. Uh, did you see HBO Max is releasing a new Christmas story with the original kid, all like grown up in it. He's in it. No way. Yeah, way. It's coming out in November. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see. I we will see, Mike. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm very. In, I'm did excited the, for this. I want to the... see if they woke it or not. That's my yeah, new thing. You... You, you know, it was go woke, but go broke. Now it's like woke or not. I want to see what you give me. Well, didn't you see the vacation one that they redid? <laughs> no, I didn't watch that one. Uh, yeah, it looked terrible. <laughs> it was with that dude from the Hangover movies. In the office, yeah. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah. You know, he kind of disappeared off the map there. He's kind of a type, you know? Maybe, or, and I have a theory, he could be a Republican. Probably a Trump supporter, yeah. The Republican guys, they get pushed to the side and blacklisted in Hollywood. Yeah. And then he's this probably is, not a Scientologist. He's either not a... Something. That's like you're out. You could be a Scientologist. <laughs> that keeps you in, you know? Have you seen Tom Cruise? The dude, weirdly, actually isn't aging. You know, they say that about, like, uh, Rob Lowe, and then they you catch a shot of Rob Lowe, and he's like, yeah, he looks like he's 60. But, like... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise, dude, there's no, there's never a shot of Tom Cruise like looking his age, man. Maybe. Yeah, I imagine at night he's like in one of those cocoon, you know, cocoon. Yes, I was thinking like a hyperbolic uh, super chamber or whatever, ice chamber. With like some gel that you've never heard of. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. It's actually like they derive it from children's blood. I was just, yes, oh, you beat me to it. Damn it, you're psycho. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's called Adrena Cream, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adrena cream. He just goes in there and he comes out six hours later. He's forty-three <laughs> years old. That's why you never see him after dusk, though. He has to run home and uh, or dawn. Yeah, dusk. Oh, you can't let a full moon hit him. Oh no! It'd be like that scene in Game of Thrones when that uh, red <laughs> the red priest takes the collar off. <laughs> That she just walks into the dust and turns into dust. Oh, you know? wow. I was thinking more along the lines when the dad opens up the bathroom door in Teen Wolf and Michael J. Fox <laughs> is the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Wolf! Yeah, that's on, uh, what's that on right now, HBO? I have no idea. I've, I hope it is. It. I'm watching it tonight if it, if it is, man. Hell yeah. I haven't referenced uh, Teen Wolf in a long time. Do you remember that movie? He does the, he surfs on top of the van. On the van, does the handstand? <laughs> That's right, dude. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Teen Wolf was so cool when you were when like we were kids, but I feel like as an adult, it's a really strange concept for a movie, and I'm not really too into it. Yeah, it's kind of weird if you think about it. This guy turns into a werewolf, then he bangs all the high school chicks. And like... <laughs> I feel like the dads would have a huge problem with Teen Wolf, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but not in my house. <laughs> yeah. We don't welcome your kind around here. You look, you, look, you look too Greek. I don't know. I can't really pinpoint what you are. Get that Greek fella out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you no Greeks in the house. <laughs> It's fucking Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. uh, great movie. Did you see the reunion with him and um, 
Doc Brown. <clears throat> there was some shit online about it. This recently happened, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's tough watching him. Uh, Michael Terrible J. Fox. Dude. So sad. Is that about Parkinson's? Is that what he has? Yeah, he's just shaking, and he looks so old. What's crazy is, like in that movie, he's a teenager, right? Sure. And the the Doc's like the old guy, you know. Now they look like about the same age. That happens though when we all age. I feel like you know that's unfortunate, but you know if now, the, Parkinson's really ages you. It yeah it crushes you. I know it's a terrible, uh, terrible affliction, and it, it that's one of the worst. Look, I really you know I grew up loving the Back to the Future trilogy. It's one of my absolute, without a doubt. I say it almost ref- like as a ref- uh, a reflex when people ask me what my favorite movie is. I always say Back to the Future. It's just yeah. one of the greatest movies ever, and I, I just, um, you know, to see Michael it'll, it'll, J. Fox like that is just like it's just crushing, man. You know, it's just, heartbreaking. Yeah, because the guy just had so many more years in life, and you know, I just I don't wish that upon anyone. That's horrifying. Back so. to the Future was like the movies that like made me realize, like from Dad's point of view, movies, because mm-hmm. it was like for me those were the first movies where like. I could watch and be like, oh, this is so old and so bad, but it reminds me of my childhood, you know? like even, Right. Does that make sense? Because even when I was like 18, you know, you're re-watching it and you're like, oh, this is terrible, you know? But <laughs> And then you're like, oh, this is why my dad watch, likes those westerns. <laughs> That's right. Where you can tell it's a fucking wooden scene, you know? like You know, uh, everyone uh, who grew up around... Uh... The time when Hook came out should rewatch Hook as an older person. So good, dude. It, I watched it, that not too long ago. It hits differently, and uh, you know, I, I encourage people to check it out. You know, when I'm not gonna lie, dude. I I almost cried. I was like gonna say couple, everybody a weeps like. Times. A... <laughs> it made me feel like a bitch during that movie. Dude. You know, a couple times. I had to suck him back in. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it hits in the feels. It's a good one. They, it, dude, it like literally just it brought like so many child like so much of my childhood back, you know? Yeah, I think that's maybe a big part of it. And the movie itself is even, you know, the a huge theme of it is losing that childhood and, you know, all that stuff and you know yeah. what growing up is all about and losing yeah. your marbles. Losing your marbles, which I feel like we all maybe have, uh, especially Kanye, Mike, uh, because Kanye... That's how we got to hook. Wow, okay. Kanye has... (laughs) Welcome to Tangent with uh, Mike and Frank, where uh, we fly off the handle in any direction you can imagine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So we're going to hear about... uh, So normally I, I really didn't think i was going to find this story interesting except for mike we're this is a story about kanye versus the family of george floyd and i want you to pay attention to the two gentlemen reporting this story (laughs) (laughs) this is why i love america (laughs) 
More controversial statements from the rapper formerly known as Kanye West could potentially find him embroiled in a legal battle with the family of George Floyd. During a recent podcast interview, Ye, as he now goes by, questioned the cause of Floyd's <laughs> death, suggesting it wasn't caused by Derek Chauvin, former Minneapolis police officer who was convicted of murder after he knelt on Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. NBC News legal analyst Danny Savalas joins us now to break it all down. Go. And Danny, I'm break curious, down, what Danny. specifically did Ye say here and uh, could he be using <laughs> <laughs> what is it yay or it's like ye old town name. Or ye, yeah. he said ye dude <laughs> ye old you know <laughs> it's old english <laughs> these dudes oh, it was dude that is a genius move as these rappers to come up with these names you, you got these fucking square white guy reporters like the f- artist formerly known as Kanye now goes by Yee. Yee. <laughs> That's so great. That's so fucking funny. This guy doesn't know how to say it at all. He said Yee first. You're saying his name was Kanye, and then you're saying it as Yee. <laughs> Kanye was, dude. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> This guy is so funny. It's cracking me up. It is confusing because he is the maker of the Yeezys. <laughs> so, this guy's just throwing white people through all kinds of loops. It's hard to know? keep track of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wordsmith genius. How do we? How do we keep up, man? He's making you guys stumble with two letters. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied. This is unreal. <laughs> ah, genius. I don't know how you did it. I just bought two albums. <laughs> I just purchased an NFT. I don't even know what that is. Thanks, ye. <laughs> That's great. <sighs> All right, let's have these yeah. white fellas finish it off. This is hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm sort of free speech defense. Possibly suggesting that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. Uh, Does he have a defense? Well, that depends on if a lawsuit's ever brought. And although you may hear attorneys today saying we're considering a lawsuit, the magic words you didn't hear were we are filing a lawsuit. And that's because this would be a very difficult case. First, defamation, you can throw that out right away. You cannot defame a deceased person. So is it intentional infliction of emotional distress? Well, first, it has to be extreme and outrageous. And as we just saw, a, uh, as an autopsy report concluded that there was the entire man. in George Floyd's system. So if the family wanted to litigate this, they would relitigate their loved one's death and then be litigating whether or not fentanyl contributed to the death. If fentanyl contributed to the death, then the defense will argue, Kanye, that this cannot be extreme <laughs> and outrageous behavior because there was fentanyl in the system and it contributed to his death. Yeah. Uh, so, so you guys can't sue him because then he'll prove that Derek Chauvin should be let out of jail. Uh, <laughs> hey there it is. Wowza. Did you catch that, though? Did you realize now anybody could say whatever the fuck they want about George Floyd because the family will never sue you because, because then they, they have to prove he wasn't high on fentanyl. Which he was. He was. He died from he fentanyl. enough to kill a horse. Yes. He was out of breath while sitting in the car. 
because he was dying from fentanyl. Yeah. His, his organs were shutting down. It's unbelievable. And yeah, and you, this poor man is sitting in jail. And then you have fucking three other officers rotting away in prison. This is unreal. We have four people who should not be in jail in jail. You have four cops in jail for doing their job. In the meantime, your city is seeing the worst crime wave in America ever yes. seen in its history. In a, I, yes. You have no cops. You have no cops. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Believable, but what's so funny is for that little tidbit to come out of Kanye <laughs> making this a out genius, <laughs> this genius saying what he did, and then now this they're genius? like, "Oh, we're his genius. <laughs> we're gonna sue, but we can't because then we'll prove that uh, Chauvin is innocent." <laughs> yeah, we can't. Ixo, faxo, we're gonna we're gonna stay quiet. It's not like they need it. They already won like $30 million or whatever. From Would they win? I don't remember. Uh, a lot less than the parents from the Sandy Hook massacre. <laughs> Those people cashed out from fucking Alex Jones, oh, man. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, they haven't gotten a dime yet. No, I don't no, think they'll I don't get think it. They won't, but I uh, really enjoyed this. I, I find this very fascinating. Uh, look, they, they deified... George Floyd. He is Saint George Floyd. They made. They tore down monuments and put up statues of this guy. Yeah, he was a hero. He was a hero, a man who held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. Correct. A man who tried to pawn off a fake twenty dollar bill, and then swallowed his drugs so that the cops wouldn't find it, and then died of an overdose. <laughs> like, that's yeah. your hero. That's the that's your hero, Mike. That was the most heroic thing he did. St. George Floyd. Oh, yeah. So. You gotta I, be a saint. <laughs> you have to have two confirmed miracles. Or die of a fentanyl overdose over a, <laughs> 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 of a cop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that is a confirmed miracle. He got the whole country. I was just gonna say he did create a couple miracles there, yeah. To go ape, he yeah, he got the whole country to go nuts and just riot, and then in the middle of those riots, defund their police. It's a miracle. You know, um, you really take a look back at that time. It does feel like there was this stretch where the media, the this you know the the machine tried to really incite any type of let's say uh outrage kind of similar to what happened in 1994 after Rodney King uh i feel like they've been wanting that on a national level for so long and the ingredients were just right and if it hadn't been George Floyd it would have been the next incident that would have yeah, set yeah cuz they were like Amping it up with every one. Each one, you remember? It was it Mike just, Brown. Yes, especially that year or within that time frame. You know, it just seemed like yeah. every incident was just bigger, and you know, their the language was harsher, and the dialogue just was pushing and pushing for violence. And, I mean, dude, look, there's clips out there of Maxine Waters telling people to hit the streets and tear shit down. Oh, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Did 
did we just end the violence? Like it's gone now? No more cops shooting black people? Or what what happened? Right? You guys just not want to report on it. That well, we definitely don't want to report on Stockton. Yeah, you can't report on Stockton. Nobody wants to talk about Stockton. And I guarantee you cops are killing people still, but they can't talk about it. That is an interesting point. I didn't even kind of put my mind there, but they're so low on law enforcement that they're probably now burying any kind of horrific law enforcement incident that's occurring. Yeah, it's almost like they were doing it on purpose, like, you know, tank everything, raise the cr- tank the economy, raise the crime, in case Trump, because everybody kind of thought Trump was going to win. That's right. You know? Yeah. But now that you guys are in charge of everything, it's like you can't talk about the crime. You can't talk about the cops shooting people. This is true. And what's their new message now, Mike? Um, that if the Republicans win in the midterms, they're going to purposely destroy the country in order to oh, win yeah, in 2024. Oh, yeah, it'll be their fault, yeah. It's not like we're on a path to destruction, Mike. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 we're like the Artemis rocket. We're on the path to the... Mo- oh, what's that? Okay, we're like the... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the camel was in charge? Scratch that. Or like the Falcon 3. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what his rocket was. Yeah, are we... Is Elon, Elon cool again? Was... He's back? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Elon this week? Isn't it funny how he becomes like a hero, and then he's not, and then he's a villain, then he's back to hero, and then he's gone? It's, but every time he comes up, I lose a thousand followers on Twitter. That's really funny. You mean like um they do these purges and then like everybody just loses a couple hundred. Yeah. At a time. Wow, that's crazy. I think I'm negative followers at this point actually. Yeah, that's what you? happens. <laughs> <laughs> There's five bots out there that they haven't followed you yet, but they're about to. <laughs> it's all bots, dude. Twitter all of the social media platforms are bots. Who has time? To sit there on social media. Yeah, it's all... Well, there's people that are on there all day, but, man. No, I don't think it's as many as you think. It's it's the people getting paid. Yes, the influencers. I I don't know, it's weird. It almost feels like all of social media is some form of, you know, it's all businesses. Micro-businesses. That's what it's become. Yeah. Because you can even pay people to run your, you know what I mean, run your social media. Which most of the influencers and athletes and actors, they all have people running their their social media accounts on all levels. Yeah, for sure. You need oh, to for have sure. Um, but I mean, what if it's all fake? Well, it is, well... well then it's all... Fake narrative pushing fake narrative. Rinse and repeat over and over again. It's just a bunch of bots pushing a fucking narrative. That's creepy. That's a creepy well, that's world. what it is. That's what everything's always been. That's what mainstream media is, dude. Well, I contend since day one and still to this day uh, at the beginning of March 2020 that if two things didn't exist in the world, COVID never would have happened or the lockdowns, and that's Trump and Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, at lightning speed, spread all these images of the people in China, you know, those video uh, clips of people dying in the streets, which ended up being fake, you know? 
Everything about it was fake. Deborah Burks cites those videos as reasons for why they went full swing into the lockdowns. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be too hard for, let's say, our government or some agency of it to create those videos, pump them through Twitter, stoke the fear, even stoke the fear to people who are part of the system and part of the game, right? Trick them even. Well, that's what's amazing is how much everybody just fell into the fear. You know? It got so many people. Yeah, we live in a an interesting world, right? I mean, yeah. it kind of exposed how scared everybody is. Did you see the news yesterday of the um, school that created... Where was it? They In Boston, I think? Yeah, they, yeah. MIT, I think, right? They created the coronavirus version that's 80% kill rate. Yeah, they took the spike protein from the Omicron and were able to put it on the original uh, variant, and it killed 80% of the mice. Did you read the article, by the way? Curious. A little bit of it. There were a few different articles. I kind of perused a bit. Did you happen to catch the details of the mice? Well, they're humanized. They're human mice, bro! They're not human mice, they're just humanized. And explain how these guys get humanized. Come on, man. We're <laughs> fucking, we got human <laughs> mice clones going on, I folks. Wake up! These are the ones that you guys send to the lab. I want to see these rejects. Are they like, they got people faces and stuff? <laughs> Dude, you know we have a Ninja Turtle somewhere with Splinter, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady. That would that would be more of a Splinter, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I guarantee they have it. Well, come on, if you're a scientist, you know you're gonna experiment with a few different animals, and if you have the time, you might as well try and create your own Splinter and four Ninja Turtles. I at least would. I guess you would have to at that point. Yeah, you do the human gene with the turtle gene, and you stick those four turtles uh, in front of a TV screen that just shows kung fu on like Bruce endless Lee loops. Yeah, day. Bruce Lee, endless, you know, and just let me see what happens. It's genius. It's, well, the, the, <laughs> well the, the the rat needs to learn from Bruce Lee. You're right. You teach the rat. He's the one that teaches the mice. Yes. I mean the the turtles. Yes. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I have my uh, lore all backwards. That's an excellent. Sh- it's like you never seen the Ninja Turtles at all. <laughs> I'm so it's uncultured, like, dude. It's like you don't even know how to raise mutant Ninja Turtles, Frank. <laughs> Come on. How stupid of me. <laughs> I thought you grew up in the 90s, bro. Well, I smoke a lot of pot, so I forgot pretty much everything. Uh, that's pretty you much it. Lost your marbles. <laughs> I lost my marbles, Mike. Great call, man. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> 